what happens to an eyeball when it gets blood. You got any idea how much blood jets out of a guy's neck? You've come back to us, Michael. Stop the rage. Orny? We were attacked by a werewolf. I'm not listening to this. On the moors, we were attacked by a lycanthrope. A werewolf. I was murdered. An unnatural death. And now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. Shut up. The wolf's bloodline must be severed. Get me back, my Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Blood. As we continue our month full of creatures of the night, the moon howling demons themselves, the werewolves. We're talking all about werewolves and 1980s horror movies. Up next, if you like samurais mixed in with wolf creatures, if you like one samurai killing people at the brothel, if you like a wolf guy who goes into a foreign land, kills all the natives, yet has girls wanting to fall for him. This is a review for you, brother, because the Retro Blood is talking all about the beast and the magic sword. Jay Allison, James Kahn, what's happening, Allison? How you, uh, how you feel about our, our, what's up, our man? how do you feel being in the 16th century with a wolf-like creature fighting a tiger? How do you feel? Man, like, I feel great, man. I love this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a it's a little, little bit long. We'll talk about that, but Bro, I mean, like long. this dude. Yeah, it's a little too long. But I mean, I mean, okay. Like, look, it's got werewolves. It has ninjas. It has samurai. It has werewolves fighting a tiger. It has lots of hot naked Japanese chicks. I mean, what is there not to like about this? That's true. It, it did have a lot of cool stuff in there, but I was watching it. I was kind of feeling how you were last week. I was like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to get this movie, but <laughs> but I think I, I kind of do. Know that there's, I don't know if there's anything smart about this movie, but <laughs> other than all this shit would be cool if we put it all in a movie together. Yeah, well, they were um, doing some like deep, deep, you know, you know, talk about the werewolves and how they're demons, creatures, and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. We 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 forgot to mention witches in here too. So there's a shit ton of oh, stuff. Oh, I forgot. They're witches. Yeah, they're yeah. witches and devil worshippers yeah. and Satanism and uh, uh, Judaism even. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a rabbi in it that does stuff. Yeah. Um, He's there. We have a... Yeah, uh, it's, it's, all, it's all here. We have a, scient- a scientific badass swordsman. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, um, it's going to be a fun one. So this one, I got to warn everybody. All right, so if y'all follow along, so this one is a little. This one is, of course, an Allison special, hard to find. I, yeah, right? I picked this. Yeah, I, I actually had to buy two copies of this. <laughs> I actually co- had to buy James a copy so he would agree to do this movie. You had to buy a copy. Really, that's how rare this shit is, brother. You can't even find it on. No, it's so it's on YouTube, right? But the copy they have has no subtitle, and it's actually kind of funny. So, like, if you go on to that channel, like, yeah. the guy has one comment saying. Hey, what the fuck, man? Like, this is supposed to be subtitled. I've been waiting to watch this movie forever. And I was like, the one comment it has. <laughs> and the guy's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to get the subtitle one up here quickly. And it's probably been like a year or something. He hasn't done it. It's probably like a year or two. Yeah. 
So I was yeah, like, so I, was like I, um, I was like, this is the Allison special, but hard to find. Can't find this shit anywhere, brother. People have not even heard this shit. It's fucking out there. Yeah, this is probably uh, this is this may be one of the rarest movies that we've done. But it is, if it is going to be very interesting though, because when we get to the yeah. who booked this shit, like I don't have a lot of detail because you know, uh, you know, the, the I did watch the on the on the 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 DVD or the Blu-ray you got me. The, we have the introduction from the from the director, and he was talking about the movie, yeah. and I got some thoughts about that. But I didn't realize this is like number like nine or ten out of like it's a, number ten, yeah. Yeah, out of a fucking, I was like ten of these motherfuckers. Holy shit! All right, imagine what not, yeah, number make, one is like. <laughs> he's been making them since the sixties. Yeah. Um, and then after this one, he didn't make another one until nineteen ninety six, and that was the last one. Yeah. Um, so I do know quite a bit about the, the series, which we'll talk about um, when we do the who booked this shit. Yeah. Because I think it is historical and it is something important to talk about. I mean, this is not just some random movie. No. You yeah, know, no. this this is a this is a long running series made by a well respected amongst certain circles. Yeah. Well respected director Paul Nashi, um, who wrote directed and stars in almost all of these movies yeah so yeah but i have some funny stories about some of the other movies that i'll tell briefly when we get there nice i can't wait because i was actually surprised about all like the historic back pieces of this movie which is pretty pretty crazy uh but be- before we get going here there's a couple of things i need to talk about so okay. you know uh lately i've been showing a little bit more love to the youtube channel all right. Yeah. So you know, I po- I post the full episodes on YouTube because you know over here, guys, like we're, we're we, me and Allison, we're kind of like the uh, the renegades of the horror community. You know what I mean? We we come on here, we have fun, we tell jokes, we say all kind of stuff. You know, we we're not out there. We're not there's a bunch of money grub uh, guys out there. You know what I mean? So we don't have a lot of shit ton of advertisements, even though I wouldn't mind some of that. You know, you know me, I sell out in a second. All right. I, exactly. I, I would be like your boy uh, uh, from this movie, uh, Goto. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put my honor on everything, <laughs> brother. Getting this, getting this shit over. All right. So you know, so I post the full episodes on YouTube, um, so you can listen to them ad free. Of course, if you listen to all of our podcasts, you can go to all the podcast channels ad free. You know what I mean? So you know, spread the love. You know, I would like advertisers. You know, but hey, if anybody wants to promote their gimmick on our show, you know. Go to the group page. Go to the, the main page. Uh, I know lately I did grab a bunch of new subscribers. So everybody at the uh, uh, listening to us for the first time, welcome. All right. Uh, yes. You know we all like to hear new people. You know from all across the world and stuff. Like I said, we're me and Allison. We come on here. We drink some beer. We talk about these random horror movies. Uh, we mm-hmm. try to do. Uh, we try to have a good time over here. It's kind of like a party. All right. We always have a good time. Yes. So, you know, also on the face uh, the YouTube too is I did uh, release the first uh, Retro Blood videos on there. And <laughs> it's like these like VHS videos that that I'm making like a little side series uh, on there. And the first one I did was in theme for this month is like the Wolf Attack. So it's a live Wolf Attack. So everybody go check that out on the YouTube. Um, you know, I'm putting those little series out there. Probably do I'm going to try to do one one a month. We'll see. Like, there's like these tiny like, video clips, like like two minutes or something, but they're in old like VHS style fashion, and they're all it's it's gonna be a series, and it's all gonna like have its own storyline. And of course, we got the Retro Blood shorts on there, which are like video form reviews. Uh, we have the bites on there, and of course, I got the um, 
full shows on there for everybody too. So everybody, join the YouTube if you already did. I appreciate it. And of course, you know, I did drop on the YouTube. Um, they got probably mostly the subscribers on there. I dropped the uh, the new Terrifier three trailer on there. The the Santa mm-hmm. Claus version of of Art the Clowns coming, brother, next year. I cannot wait. You already know we're going to be doing that review. Because if you all know, we've been listening to me for a long period of time. I love Christmas horror movies. And of course, you know, this year we're going to be doing a bunch of Christmas horror movies. Um, but yeah, so I'm super excited about that. Of course, you know, YouTube is, uh, they, they caught on to my gimmick, so they took that off. But hey, if you guys want to check out that trailer, it's still on the Facebook page, by the way. So, so that's a couple of things on here. Uh, just to let you all know. And like I said, you also can uh, contact uh, us too if you want to email us, um, show ideas, tell tell us how we're doing. We love to hear a bunch of feedback. Of course, you can give all the five star reviews on the all the podcast platforms. That always helps out the show. But if you want to email us anything, it's retroblood69 brother at gmail. So, so now that I got all that out of the way, Allison and everybody, let's crack open a beer. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's my turn. Oh shit! There we go. Now, now, Allison, oh, everybody wait. is wanting to know what are we drinking? What are you drinking? You want me to go first? Go I first. am drinking a Green Man ESB, so I'm drinking a oh, bitter. Nice, bitter like my soul. So I know you were hating on it earlier this week, but I am drinking the New Belgium oh, Holiday Ale, brother. Oh my god, this shit is so fucking good. Are you kidding me? This fucking I'll has. I'll try it. Bro, this has cranberry and spice. Okay, it's called Flavor... <laughs> Look at this gimmick. All right, it's like this movie. Flavors of Cranberry and Spice and Everything Nice. Mm-hmm. That's the tagline. Nothing, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing, um, you know, represents the description of beer more than cranberry. Bro, I love it. Bro, this... <laughs> Yeah, this beer is pretty good. Like I wouldn't say this is my favorite holiday style cheer beer, but boy, they 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 do it. This this new Belgium does a pretty good job. So, I, yeah, I, like how, no, I have to admit that uh, pecan beer we had was really good. I like how we don't do ads, the, but we uh, just Shiner. talk about beer. We should get like a beer ad on here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, the, yeah, that Shiner pecan beer was great for that Christmas beer they do. No, the, that wasn't a Christmas one. No, so the holiday cheer from Shiner is the Christmas beer. The pecan one, yeah. I think. I guess the pecan one would be like their other Christmas beer. I guess it's like both because it is basically is one. I thought, cause, yeah, I thought that that was one we found when we were in Charlotte, and it, they shouldn't have still had it, but they did. Yeah, that's like the pecan, I that one, the pecan one. I, I'm pretty sure the pecan one is probably one they released during Christmas, but their actual Christmas holiday beer is the holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. That's like their major. That's like their big one. So, but uh, speaking of beer drinking, a lot of beer drinking, let's get into the Mm -hmm. history segment like we do every Retro Blood, talking what was happening in two of our favorite subjects, the pro wrestling and the metal music. The reason we do this, everybody, is, you know, you got to expand things. You can't, it's kind of like our boy Robert England said, you know what I mean? Uh, horror movies and metal music, they kind of just like form into this big pile. You know what I mean? They just kind of form into this this nice uh, big, you know, they just kind of come together in this, this special magic. They just they just flow really well together. And, you know, add a little pro wrestling on the side. I mean, what more could you have for Thanksgiving than a horror movie, some metal, and some pro wrestling on the screen? You kind of get it all. 
That's why we do that here on the Retro Blood. But, exactly. But we, so this is, uh, you know, so this is like one of them foreign films, right? So like we don't have an, ex- <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, what was it ever? Okay. <laughs> so we don't have like an exact release date, but we're going to be going with the, the one that they released at the Brussels Film Festival in November okay. of 1983. Okay. So we have done uh, 1983 November before on this podcast, but I did find a couple cool stuff for us to talk about. The first one is going to be on the pro wrestling side, everybody. So if y'all have Peacock, the cock, uh, you can load it up here and you can go to the, uh, I believe it's the territory section of the mm-hmm. WWE part on there. And you want to look up Mid-Atlantic. Jim Crockett promotion before it was kind of entitled Jim Crockett promotion. It was Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. And this one is from November 5th, 1983. It's actually a season 11, episode 46. So I'm going to give my, some of my... I just got some quick views. I'm not going to go like match by hold and you know all that shit on here. But I will be here forever. And trust me. All right. <laughs> if y'all watch this movie, y'all know how everything takes forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So true. So I'll just talk the main points of what happened on this particular show. It's a pretty good show. Like so, you know, Mid Atlantic. Like we were saying before when we talked about Mid Atlantic, this this period is not bad. But I do prefer like, you know, when it came like mostly Jim Crockett promote. You know what I mean? Like I kind of prefer like eighty four, eighty five. This area, but 83 isn't too bad. We're, we're, we're getting there. And the big thing about this show, Allison and everybody, is this show mm-hmm. is, is the show that le- is leading up to the first ever Starcade, 83. All right. Which, mm-hmm. we, which we have talked about on this show before. So, pretty interesting show. So, we start off with the United States champion, Greg Valentine. And he's all like, kind of like mad and stuff about his upcoming dog collar match because it was just released last week that he'd be facing Rowdy Piper in that really famous dog collar match. And so he's really kind of upset yes. about it. So he just does a quick little squash uh, squash match. So, you know, this is the era of squash matches, brother. You get the big stars out there, they go there, they beat him up for a little bit, and you pin him, you get out of there. But we also have some great interviews, too. So this one was another part of the storyline going on. We have an interview with the Briscoe brothers. Not the Briscoe brothers from nowadays, but we have uh, Jerry... And, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Jack. Uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack and Jerry Briscoe, yes. So, these guys are great, man. Like, they're all, like, in suits, everything. They're the world tag team champion. Cha- world tag team champions. Um, mm-hmm. They're talking about how, like, they're they're going from territory to territory. But they, they're going from territory to territory. But they like this territory because Jim Crockett uh, Jr. is passing out the money. And they like when they, they get paid very well. And then we go to this footage that we actually see Ricky Steamboat and Mark Youngblood pin the the Briscoes for the belts, but the the decision was overturned because it was the wrong referee that was counting the three count. So we got one of them dusty finishes. You know what I mean? Yes. So we got that going on, and then this is when we got Jerry saying, "All like, oh yeah." Yeah, yeah, y'all want to complain about that. You know, North Carolina, you guys complain about everything. Y'all don't got a football team, so you just go down there to all these other places. And yeah, you might score a couple uh, touchdowns, but since that doesn't count, 
you know, you're just going off about saying like, you know, if, if it was an illegal person doing it, it doesn't count no matter if you saw it or not. So we're just going about mm-hmm. that. And then we have Jim Crockett uh, Jr. coming in there. Gives him a little like telegram saying, hey, I got bought your guys' contract. So you guys work for me now. Now I'm booking you in a rematch with uh, Mark and Ricky. And you got to defend your belts at the Starcade 83. And they're all pissed off. Like, what the hell? You bought our contracts, you little snake. So I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting. Uh... It's very funny to me seeing like Gerald Briscoe. Because, you know, I, I, when I started watching wrestling, Gerald Briscoe was like the stooge guy, you know? Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna say too. when I first started watching wrestling in the '90s again. Um, he, you know the the you know the uh, Jerry Briscoe was just a stooge, but it yeah. turns out they were really really good wrestlers. Yeah, like one, like actually one like one of the best wrestlers. You know, even Jack, mm-hmm. he's a former world champion, and they're mm-hmm. actually they're actually regarded as one of the best tag teams of all time. The the original Briscoe brothers. And apparently they have a really good auto body shop as well. Yes. It did at one point. It did, yes. <laughs> so next we got we got another, um, we got um, Bob Orton Jr. Everybody's a fucking junior on this show. Like compared to like WWE. We have Jim Crockett Jr. And we got fucking Bob Orton Jr. on here. Well, so it's, we, all in the, it's all in the family. You pass it yeah. down to your kids, right? Exactly. Imagine if we had. Imagine if uh, uh, Bob Orton like named Randy Orton Bob Orton Junior Junior. Well, I was gonna say, what if what if Randy had just wrestled under Bob Orton like he could be Bob Orton Junior Junior, Bob Orton the Third. They would have. What do you something. think? They, they you know WWE. They would have gave him some new name. They would. They maybe they would have gave him like what Alex Orton or something. You know. I'm really surprised they let him use his own name. I mean, they, yeah. they wouldn't even use. Uh, they wouldn't even let uh, Pillman, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. use his dad's name. Well, you know, they've they done that with a lot of other people, too. You're right. right. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, But anyway, we have him and his tag partner, Dick Slater, Allison, one of Allison's favorite wrestlers, Dick Slater. And yep. they, uh, they bid these job team with a really cool, like, tagged finisher. So then we have Paul Jones over there with the Assassins. All right, talking their, their, their shit. Then we have a Dusty Rhodes promo, which is interesting because, you know, Star K was one of those Dusty Rhodes ideas. But like yep. we talked about before when we did one of our um, reviews about Star K83, he actually didn't even wrestle on the show. He was more, more like a hype man for the whole show, which is crazy because he's like one of the biggest stars out of the Mid-Atlantic territory at the time. So he's just basically just a big hype man on the show. So then we have uh, Great Kabuki... Face some job guy. Uh, we got another great promo with Rowdy Piper talking about his upcoming chain match. He says he has spies watching Greg Valentine. Okay, Allison, when you ha- when you face an opponent, do you have spy? You, you know, uh, Rowdy Piper would have fit into you this movie. This, Rowdy Piper would have fit into this movie really well. He w- he would have been like our boy, the captain. You know, with the one eye who kind of looked like a James Bond villain. He would have been like him, <laughs> having his having his ninja spies. All right, fucking yeah, Watanabe or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Aiko Watanabe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so but you, I, I feel like you kind of have to. Like if you yeah. if you've got a big match coming up like that, you've really you've got to have somebody spying on your opponent. That's true. And he's talking about he's going to be the most brutal match of wrestling. And to be honest with you, at the time, this was probably the most brutal match in wrestling. This chain match that's coming up. So he wasn't yeah, lying about that was, part. Yeah. 
You're right, because that's one where he got his, his ear injured. Yeah, right? ear. yeah. and there's actually a, an interesting uh, plot about that that I, uh, I didn't know, but I'll talk about that at the end when we get an interview from Greg Valentine. So then after this interview, we get another interview with Jay Youngblood and Rick and uh, Ricky Steamboat, and they're happy now that they're going to get their tag match, and he promotes, the, everybody just promoting Starcade. Like, every interview is about promoting Starcade, which is pretty cool to see, you know? I feel like we kind of like mm. need a little bit more of that, but I feel like you know I think they do a pretty good job with that nowadays too on certain certain parts. Because sometimes yeah. yes, because Star K is going to be on November twenty fourth, Thanksgiving, brother of eighty three. So then we have a weird segment which I had no idea where any of this goes, but it's pretty interesting. So we have a promo with Angelo uh, Masta. I don't know if I'm saying his his name, last name right. Um, but he is, he's talking about his, his kid, Angelo Master Jr. Everybody's a fucking junior on the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, he is like a new kid to wrestling and stuff. And we see, uh, Angelo's kid, uh, uh, Master Jr. He's in the ring and he's facing a, a wrestler named the professional Allison. Mm-hmm. Okay. With a mask. All right. Mm-hmm. And the challenge of this one was, the professional is going to lock in his hold. All right. It's kind of like a headlock, like a front face headlock. And it's been known that when the professional puts on the front face headlock, brother, nobody can break out of it. Okay. Nobody. So Angelo Jr. Okay. Actually broke out of the headlock, of course. Okay. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, there's a big scuffle. And then we see Kevin Sullivan actually spike young Angelo. And the dad gets all pissed off. I think Barry Wyndham was around there too. So, and then we get a great promo from Ric Flair, just talking about his big match. Apparently, Flair didn't think he would ever have another chance at a world title again. Boy, <laughs> we're talking about '83. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that went into age well. <laughs> and then he and he'll then, never get another shot at a title. And then he does the John Cena thing. He goes over the whole card. Yes, we got the mm-hmm. uh, we got the Rick, we got the Roddy Piper, Greg Valentine match. We got the Young Bloods and Briscoes. He goes over the whole card. You know the John Cena thing. And then he's like, he's like, listen, guys, I know this opportunity. Uh, you know the opportunity is not lost on me. Getting this world title shot against. Uh, 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 oh God, why did I forget? Oh, his name just escaped me right now, which is crazy. Uh, NWA champion. Uh, Harley Race. Harley, Harley Race, yes. It's yeah, like, that's you what know, I thought. He's like, I feel like I didn't, I feel like I, I shouldn't have lost the belt last time, so I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to make this one count. So I was like, okay. So then, then, then the announcer guy's like, hey, hey, Ric Flair, stay here. We got a six man uh, match coming on. And Ric Flair's like, what? Okay. <laughs> so he stays here and they're watching his <laughs> six man match together. Check out this team. All right. Like, this most random fucking. One of the most, not the most random team I've seen on these Crockett shows, but one of the most random teams. We have Dory Funk. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have the Mid-Atlantic champion, Rufus R. Jones. Okay. Okay. And we have our boy returning to the retro blood, Charlie Brown, brother. He's on there. Jimmy Valent. Wow. Okay. Bro, you never seen a more over person than this fucking Charlie Brown. Well, I mean, Jimmy Valiant was so over that, yes. you know, Charlie Brown's going to be over, too. So I'm guessing the Charlie Char- Brown gimmick was basically <laughs> just Jimmy Valiant in a mask. And I'd say it was Charlie Brown guy, okay? 
So they yes. fought, they fought some jobbers, not not like the worst jobbers I've ever seen. Like one of them, one of them, one of his name is Rip Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a great wrestler's name, yeah. Rip Howard. So they're all fighting everything, and Dory actually wins with the spinning toehold, the funk classic there. Mm-hmm. All right, I just wrote on my notes like this: Jimmy guy was super over. Every time he was in the ring, people were going crazy. All right, so then we get this good promo with Greg Valentine, and he's like super upset. He's like, "Listen, guys, I'm not going to raise my voice here." But you're putting me in this dog collar like an animal, and I am not an animal. I said I was going to raise my voice, and now I am. All right? And then, like, I didn't realize this, but I guess he was saying that led up to this. He put Rowdy Piper in the hospital twice. One was for his liver, and the other one was for his ear. So I'm like, oh, shit. They actually paid that off because it wasn't it Greg's Valentine's ear that got all messed up, or was it Rowdy Piper's ear that got all messed up? Uh, you would ask me that. I thought it was Greg Valentine's ear. Yeah, I think it but was. I could too. be wrong. So an ear for ear. So <clears throat> then we get this random segment with Gary Hart. He's he has Kevin Sullivan by his side and this other guy, and they're talking about what happened with that uh, like Angelo's kid, and they're talking mm-hmm. about like they didn't mean to do it. They, he didn't mean to spike the kid. He meant to spike Angelo himself. And they're all talking about, like, if they bring that kid around here, we're going to beat your ass like him. And then Angelo comes out, they fight, and they break the set, and that's it. So it's not a bad episode. You know what I mean? No. And um, I was going to mention that. Uh, I forgot to mention this before you moved on. But, yeah, I, I've i seen a little bit, or quite a bit, actually, of uh, Jimmy Vine as Charlie Brown. And usually, <clears throat> I don't know what was happening around this time, but usually he would get banned from wrestling. And then come back under a mask because a lot of people did. The Junkyard Dog did a gimmick like that. Yeah. And Dusty Rose did a gimmick like that. But he would bill himself as Charlie Brown from out of town. And then he would, but he was still the same character, of course. He was just wearing a mask. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's, yeah, same guy, just wearing a mask and a different little name mm-hmm. he was using. So. so, not a whole lot going on on the metal side, but I did find this one band. Where it looks okay. like they only released like one fucking album. Right? Have you ever heard of the band Lady Killer? I don't think so. Okay. Is it hair metal? Kind of. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like straight hair metal. Like, it's not like, you know, like a glammed up and shit like that. It was probably like more like a... Uh, it's kind of like, okay, we're not necessarily Van Halen, but we're going to have our indie tape like it okay like kind of like that you know what i mean like that style of music where are they are they from texas no um okay there's another lady killer that's from texas okay it might be it's the one that has the chick with the panther on the cover hmm. but i, I, I okay the, i see that the problem is that's I can, a great cover it is a great cover and I can't really figure out where they're from and stuff. Like, I am I have this article, but, like, it doesn't really, like... It just mostly tells about the, some of the songs and stuff. But I believe they only released, like, one album. But they actually sound pretty good. Like, you can find the whole album on YouTube. And mm-hmm. they're not too bad. Like, they're kind of like a... Uh, uh, you know, they, they... You know, for this, this tape, it actually had some pretty, like, clear production on there for, like, an indie tape. Because they released this whole, like, yeah. this tape by themselves. Like, they... they they did uh, this whole art. The art is by this guy named Joe Jusco. All right. And yeah, Joe Jusco. He's a, com- a famous comic artist. Yes. And 
um they also so they uh they actually released the whole tape and debuted and they actually released it on their own which is very rare all right um but yeah i, I can't really figure out where they're from and a lot of history about them but they it looks like they looks have like, like they're from new york yeah new york okay because yeah because apparently it was they were in a band called what i can tell from this if this is even accurate is that they were in a band called white dragon Oh, okay. There you go, bro. Um, and then they played in the late 70s and the really early 80s around the time that like the Ramones and bands like that were playing. But then like bands started, metal bands started getting a little bit larger. So they became, they, White Dragon broke up. And then like bands like Maiden and the Judas Priest were getting really big. So they, they started a new band called Lady Killer. Um, they played a sh one single show and they got signed to some label and they were given seven days to make an album, apparently. Yeah. So they made this album with the lady and the panther on the front. Um, but that's about it. So that, that uh, so you can still buy this. There's a band camp for it. Yeah. They have their own Facebook um, So you can buy the lady. Yeah. So that's we'll, really, we'll really play, cool. We'll play a little bit at the end and show you guys what it sounds like. Okay. But it's actually not too bad for like a... Uh, Kind of like a local band. Uh, there was this other one I found too. <laughs> like, bro, you should have heard this fucking band. Like, I, we probably should have talked about them, but they're so random. Like, it was this band called uh, Antichrist, which there's like a thousand bands called Antichrist. But this one's mm -hmm. from like 83. And like, it has like some of the weirdest black metal vocals I've ever seen. Okay. And I could find almost nothing about this band. So we probably have to talk about them like maybe later on. But uh, maybe on the, uh, the 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 group page, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll post that Antichrist like album that I'm talking about. Yeah. On, on a, on a, so everybody can listen to it on the Facebook page, and I'll tag you in it too, Allison. And like just like because like you know with black metal and stuff, you know you got the screaming, you got the very foul, loud, loud music. But then it's got like randomly sings on there, <laughs> okay? And just like right, it's okay. so like it's like very like low budget, but it's actually pretty like. It's just different. All right, so I'll play wow, a little. Okay. I'll play a little bit on the Facebook, everybody, for a little extra there, because I don't know when we're ever going to so, talk about that man. <laughs> yeah, we may never get a chance to talk about him again, so we might as well talk about him now. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, that Lady Killer band. So the Encyclopedia Metallum, which covers like every metal band in existence, says formed nineteen eighty one, years active nineteen eighty one to question mark, and then it says split up while recording their second album. And then it says genre, it just says heavy metal. And then it says for for song themes, it says life, women, and sex. Yeah. There you go, bro. That's all you need. Life, women, and sex. You think our wolf guy, this is probably his favorite band. I could imagine so, yeah, because he was really all about all of those things. Like this guy and this fucking movie, this wolf guy, like all he cared about was curing himself and fucking. That was it. He didn't give a shit yep. about him, the, how many people he killed. You know what I mean? None of that shit. He was just like, listen, I'm just trying to fuck and I'm trying to get myself cured. That's it. Well, okay. So he never really killed anybody that didn't attack him first. No. I'm pretty sure he attacked people on his. So, so are you telling me those people that are just having good old sex at the brothel were just sitting there attacking them? Well, no. except those people. Except <laughs> the, okay, I forgot about the brothel attack. <laughs> Yeah, so he did kill his people in the brothel when he first yeah. got to Japan. Yeah. But uh the mass slaughter, brother. Well, we'll get into it. But anyway, yeah. let's get into the who booked this shit. Because there's a lot of talk about when it comes to this. Yeah, who uh, booked this shit? 
So, Allison, I might have to have you take over most of this because you know most about this movie <laughs> than me. So, tell us a little bit about the uh, the director guy, this Paul guy. All right. So, this series, and I won't go into the entire history of this series, but basically, it's the Spanish werewolf series that was created mostly by Paul Nashi, who's the star and the writer of most of these movies. Um, and I think he directed some of them. And he definitely put himself over. I know he directed. Yeah, he definitely put himself over. Um, <clears throat> in Spain, it's called the Hombre Lobo series, which means Wolfman, obviously. Um, there's 12 of them. Um, Jeez, 12 most of them, <laughs> there's 12 of them. Yeah, most of them are pretty low budget, um, as you can see from the one we saw. Although I think that for the money that they had, they did pretty good. Yeah, we did definitely. Um, yeah. Um, although if you told me this movie was made in the sixties, I would have believed you. I mean, it just looks, it just doesn't look like it was made in 1983. No. Um, but a funny story. So the first one, the first movie of this series is called the Mark of the Wolfman. Um, which was released in the United States under the name Frankenstein's bloody terror, but there's no Frankenstein in it. Um, but it's just a Wolfman movie. Um, and then the second movie is kind of, there's a funny story about that. It's called the Knights of the Wolfman. It was made supposedly in Paris in 1968 by a director called Rene Govar. It's a lost film and nobody has ever seen it. Um, not even Paul Nashi has even seen it. The only person that even says it exists is Paul Nashi. And he swore up uh, to the day he died in 2009 that it existed. But he says that he went to Paris to film this werewolf movie and it was directed by that Rene Govar guy. And he named some people that were in the movie and none of those people exist. Like that nobody, they can't be found anywhere. Rene Govar had never directed a movie before this. And according to Paul Nashi, he was killed a week in a car accident a week after the movie was made, was finished. So when they, they had sent it off to get it, the, the negatives developed for the movie, but he died, the guy died. So it was never picked up and they don't know what happened to it. So it's kind of a weird story. Like it's this movie that he swears exists, but nobody in the world has ever seen it. It was, it's never been edited. It's never been put together. Um, such a weird story, but yeah, he would go on to make several different ones. Um, not to go through all of them, but then it became, then he changed the origin of the werewolf a little bit and where he was, he really got into yetis mm -hmm. and, uh, like Bigfoots. So he would like, <laughs> so he has this one movie where he, where instead of the werewolf, getting where his werewolf curse came from being bitten by a werewolf. He changed it to where he was being bitten by a Yeti, which I'm guessing is where this him, this uh, Tibetan flower comes in, in this movie. Cause you know how they talk about how that Tibetan, they try to find, they use this random Tibetan flower that's supposed to cure him. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that's where that comes from. Um, but for the movie that we're talking about, he, uh, most of the movies took place in, in modern time, but for some reason, this one takes place in like the 16th century um, for some, for some strange, strange, you know, reason. we got to do an origin um, story. Well, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, this was even an origin before this, like, cause the, the character that he plays in this movie that Voldemort Daninsky. Yeah. Um, that's the same character that he plays in modern times. It's not, excuse me. It's not a descendant. Well, maybe, maybe um, the other <clears throat> one is a junior. Maybe, um, but um, maybe he's a time it, traveler. Maybe okay. Maybe he's a time traveler. He's a time traveling werewolf. Yeah, because that and a Frankenstein monster are the only thing that we didn't have in this movie. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but um, this movie was made because he well so my understanding is the way this happened was he needed he was trying to get funding for a new werewolf movie and he convinced well according to the interview yeah. he was contacted by someone in japan yeah who wanted him to work on art documentaries yeah which i thought it was pretty cool and then he right and then he convinced them to give him money to make a werewolf movie that has some historical significance to Japan. Yeah. Which is why it takes place in Japan, I'm, I guess. Um, yeah, they want so him he, to, um, so he, they, I think they want him to film like a certain location in Japan. Yes. Yeah. So he goes to Japan with his whole family and it was basically like a vacation for yeah. him in Japan. Um, and then uh, the tiger scene at the end of the, or it's not really at the end, it's kind of, kind of three middle. Fourths through. So the tiger movie scene in the middle um that's actually nashi in the werewolf makeup fighting a tiger yeah which is crazy and apparently yeah, yeah. apparently that they fed it 25 raw chickens before uh yeah before uh he went in there or else it would have killed him and you know what's also crazy about that what he was saying was just like okay so you know they couldn't just give him one tiger they had to give him a couple tigers and yeah. i think they said like the ringleader of the tigers was like some like dog or something <laughs> so like if the tiger got all freaking crazy they would send out this dog and calm him down because he's like hey man it's like so he's basically saying like listen the tiger brother it's a shoot okay like you know what i mean we gotta be we gotta have all these precautions with this tiger or else he would go on his fucking own so he said like it was like dangerous but it was also it was like safe but dangerous and i'm just safe sitting here, but dangerous i'm just sitting here it's like bro can you believe that like that would never happen nowadays with all the no. shit we got. That's crazy. And, like, did you... Okay. So, like, guys, you have to... If you don't... You guys have to find this scene, though. This guy... You would think, okay, yeah, you have a real tiger. You're going to do a two-sheet... No, this thing was, like, almost, like, ten minutes long of him fighting this fucking tiger. It's Yeah, it's really long. And it's, yeah, like it's a really shoot. Long. But, I mean, He's like fucking really, you should, crazy you should with see them. the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, you should really watch this movie. This movie is actually better than... And it's probably going to sound when we do this yeah. review... This this movie is really good. Once they get Japan, it gets really good. Yeah. But one thing I was going to point out though was like there's a really funny scene after the werewolf kills the tiger that there. It's hard for me to say without laughing. Like I had to pause the movie because I thought it was so funny. So there's there's a shot that's supposed to be the tiger dead, but oh, yeah. it's clearly Is a shot sleeping? of the tiger asleep. <laughs> yeah. And he's clearly asleep because you can see his ears moving. Yeah, and the witch is like, the king is dead. I was like, no, I don't think so. I think like he's just napping. <laughs> he looks like he's just napping. That's just hilarious. Yeah. But he was saying, um, but yeah, uh, uh, the, the, uh, Paul, he was also saying how, like, disciplined and nice the whole, like, Japanese culture was, too. And he'd be like, he used to be like, man, if, they, if I asked for anything, they would just get that shit right away. And he was yeah. talking about, he was also talking about how, um, like, how he asked for, like, the, no, in the script, it, it called for like a, a like a silver sword, and he mm -hmm. he just thought they were just gonna give him some random katana. But no, they actually physically gave him a rare silver sword. Yeah, uh, I heard they made it for him. Like, like I read yeah. that story somewhere else, but I'd yeah. heard that they actually he he wanted a silver sword yeah. for the movie, but he just what he meant was I just I just need a silver colored prop, and they actually made a silver sword. Yeah, like a him. real shoot silver, like sword. solid silver. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. It's also saying, like, apparently the, there was, like, one scene that needed a horse for a boy, Kai, or something. 
and yeah. uh, they didn't have any horses. They they have horses, but very scarce <laughs> on horses. So they found a, the one white horse, and it was actually a like a their big like horse champion at the time. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a big. He's actually a shoe champion horse. That's why his legs were so skinny. Right. So, but yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting. And of course, he brought his family along there too. His uh, I believe he brought his wife and daughter to the shoot, and they were mm-hmm. in a couple of scenes. I couldn't tell exactly who they were, but they make like a brief cameo in this picture as well too. So, uh, <clears throat> and apparently this one, um, so it, it the the first showing was it was at that festival, the Brussels International Film Festival in November of 1983, and he played this along with another work he did, uh, Panic Beats, at the same time too. So. And uh, he was also given a prize in recognition of his body of work in the, well, I can't really say this word, but the, basically the cinema, the cinema drama of, uh, of his culture. He won like, the award for it. So he's, yeah. he's a very well-respected uh, Spanish uh, director. And uh, something also too interesting about this film, too, is this was the first time in history that a non-Japanese director was filming in Japan and doing like this kind of film. Yes, because he said at the time, like it was very, you know, somebody filming like actual Japanese culture in Japan that was not Japanese was actually kind of like frowned upon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he said he had like a little trouble with that aspect of it. And they also had the aspect, like he, he didn't think there was any... Like, he was asking if there was, like, anything known as a werewolf in Japanese culture. And there's not. But there is a supposedly a creature that's uh, like the werewolf in Japanese culture. So, so a couple uh, couple cool scenes there. So, Yeah, Nashi is kind of like, um, I would consider him like a, he's kind of like Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney Jr. You know, Lon Chaney Jr. played the Wolfman and he played a bunch of other universal monsters yeah um and lon chaney's dad was like uh famous for you know kind of inventing makeup techniques in the 20s and 30s but um nashi also directed so i'm trying i can't think of another artist that would be kind of compared to what he was able to do like he basically just said i'm going to make these movies i'm going to write them and i'm going to direct them and i'm going to star in them and i'm going to you know do this for 40 years and he basically did or 20 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, <clears throat> and Nashi considers this the best movie he ever made and he's probably right. Yeah. As he, far yeah. as quality. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, yeah. So this is like probably his favorite, one of his top favorite ones. So, but everybody, I say we get into it. Let's get into the review of the beast and the magic sword. Let's do it. Le tengo encerrado en las mazmorras y tal parece que el prisionero sea yo. Pero temo ajusticiarle. Temo que la maldición se cumpla y mi pueblo quede condenado. Que la eterna maldición del Señor de la Noche caiga sobre la estirpe de los Daninsky. Que jamás los espíritus de los que llevan su sangre encuentren la paz. ¡No! ¡Tu hijo ya está maldito! Un hombre víctima de una maldición sufre una terrible enfermedad. Y recorre el mundo buscando la curación de su mal. Solo un sabio en el lejano oriente será capaz de curarle. Pero para llegar hasta él, deberá vencer los más insólitos obstáculos. 
La bestia y la espada mágica. Una narración sorprendentemente nueva sobre un tema clásico del cine universal. Yo creo que posiblemente nos estemos enfrentando a algo que es mucho más destructor y maligno que un simple oso o un lobo de gran tamaño. ¿Plata? ¿Para matar esa bestia? Valdemar, bebé de esta pócima. Sus efectos os harán regresar al pasado. Y los profundos misterios sobre el origen de vuestro terrible malo serán totalmente revelados. Paul Maggi, en su caracterización de la bestia, logra la más impresionante creación de su carrera. Siguero Amachi, como el sabio Tian, es a la vez el más arriesgado y diestro samurai. y la espada mágica, un espectáculo grandioso donde la aventura, la acción, la fantasía y el terror crean una historia inolvidable. La bestia y la espada mágica, una obra maestra del cine fantástico, cuya grandiosidad y belleza marcan un hito jamás igualado. So we start off and we have the, uh, we have like this can Well, first we start off with a bunch of like old school, like castles and shit. You know what I mean? Yes. So we can tell that this is actually going to be in, uh, 19, or not actually not even, it's going to be in 938. <laughs> I had like a fucking yeah. whole a hundred years. <laughs> so it's 938 and we have this king and the bishop meets this king and... So, you know, so, okay, a couple of things. Like, so all this shit is like subtitles, okay? So. Yes, because it's all in Spanish. Yeah, it's all in Spanish and shit. So I'm not going to have like detailed like lines and shit, but we'll, we'll give you the gist of the story, okay? Which is fine. So, you know, basically this bishop guy is warning the king. He, I like it though when he was kind of like, like talking bad about some of the countries. He's like, yeah, this Germany, they, they're pussies. And this fucking, uh, uh, what's it like? Uh, it was like Hebron. What was it? Uh, it was like this one country. I think it was where Transylvania is at. Where's that one called? Uh, well, Transylvania is in is in uh is in Romania, I believe. Yeah. Well, but um, I think he, but he, yeah, he was talking about Transylvania. Yeah. He's like they just want to fucking there's blood stuck sucking people and shit. And then I guess there's <laughs> uh, funny joke. So at this point, I think they said there's a there's a rapid like vampire on the loose or something. Like this, like creature that's on the loose. Like I didn't catch his name, but it's like Boulder or something. And they're trying to figure out somebody who to fight this uh, this this bad demon who's been slaughtering a lot of the town. And I I swear they said they had Waldemir, which is our main guy, locked up in the cellar. But I was um, like, well, 
No, you're talking about the guy he fights in the duel, right? Yeah, the duel. What was his name? Yeah, no, that was that guy, uh, Bucho or Bolcho or something like yeah. that. He's a Mongol. Okay, a Mongol guy. Yeah. So, so a Mongol. So he's from like, um, so he's like what Genghis Khan was. So he's like, uh, he's like from Asia. He's a warrior from Asia. Yeah. So, um, and they they're trying to get someone to kill the Mongol. Yeah. Um, because he's killing other people. Um, I don't remember them saying they have uh, Donetsky, um locked up in the jail. Well, I know they but, said he uh, got but, somebody locked up in there. I thought they were talking about the wolf guy, or maybe someone had wolf powers, but I guess not. Well, he's not a wolf yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't turn a wolf yet. But basically what happens with this is um, we have this witch... And she finds out that they have somebody at court that they're worried about. This kind of like Viking looking dude. All right. It's out that's at the, court. That's Bulcho. Okay. We have him at court. And she's worried about the guy because I guess he threatens their lord at the time. And this Bulcho guy is made a deal with the king saying, hey, if I fucking kill this monster, I want your daughter to be my wife. And he didn't, the king didn't want to no, do no, it. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was confused. So, okay, Daninsky is the guy you think of. You're thinking of as the Viking. Okay. Although yes. Bolcho looks more like a Viking to me, but anyway, yes. yes. So they, so he gets Daninsky to kill Bol- the Mongol. Yes. And he says he'll do it, but if he does, then I want your youngest daughter to be my wife. Yes. You know all that. And the all, king says, "Okay, fine." Yeah, it's all that Game of Thrones shit at the beginning. Yes. Okay. So. uh so basically, the guy he ends up killing the the kind of like kind of like one of them creatures from the uh, Warcraft or some shit. You know what I mean? That's well, what the creature yeah, kind of looks yeah. like. So he, he kills this creature after a duel. I like how the creature just shows up to a duel. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just show up. I'm not gonna. I'm not a bad creature. I'm not gonna kill you in the shadows. I'm just gonna show up here in daylight and fight with honor. Okay. Well, yeah, he challenged him. So yes, yeah, exactly. So they fight with honor. And our boy wins, so he gets the mm-hmm. hand of the uh, the the daughter. Yes, Urska. Did I say that right? That's her name. So uh, we we they and then they, they she's actually happy about it, and now she is pregnant with his seed. Yeah, I was a little confused by this. So like, after the first night, was, uh, after the first day, yeah. he, she's pregnant already. Well, you know that uh, that Viking gene, brother, it kicks in quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't play around. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, questions I'm going to ask you about the timeline of this Me? movie and how. Fuck, you're the one that <laughs> fucking watches movie more than once. <laughs> well, this movie. A lot of it's confusing on how all these things happen and when they happen. So then it makes it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So then, so then the the sorceress lady. Yeah. Right, she is. Uh, she she's pissed because her demon creature died. So now she's yes. doing a ritual outside. And she wants to, to harness the power of vampires and, and creatures, the Black Lagoon and all that, all that stuff. Black Lagoon. Yeah, yes. basically she does say that. And she's, <laughs> and then she's asking Satan, and she names all. I was like, bro, so you could tell we have time in this movie. Okay, we we we're just gonna take our time because not only we can't just say Satan, we gotta say every Satan name. Okay. And I was like, bro, you guys yeah, are killing me um, over here. Like, I, I can't, how am I supposed to write in my notes every Satan name? And then, like, this, and everybody talks fast too. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I mean, none of that's necessary. Uh, we don't need to know all that. Like, I mean, this part of the movie, you can tell they didn't spend nearly as much uh, money on as they did the Japanese scenes. Yeah. Um, as you can tell from, as you could tell from, like, uh, like in the duel, like Donetsky's shield is basically like a trash can lid. Like it, like it gets hit by the other guy's club and like folds in half. Yeah, bro, what's wrong with that? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, she basic. So she's like the witch is like. Um, she she like loves the Mongol, so she so once she finds out he's dead, she convinces Satan brother uh, to release. She uh, casts yeah yes. she casts a spell, and she puts the curse of the werewolf into a wolf skull. Yes, and then and then that arm. was kind of a cool scene where it showed like the what do they call it the Baphomet or Baphomet or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Like you could see the devil statue in the background with the light behind it and the smoke coming out. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so she puts this uh, into a wolf skull. Yeah. Um, and then we see the daughter doing her best mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, walking in the water gardens, talking about yep. husband being off for war. Both her husbands are off for war. And then out of nowhere, the witch lady comes. She screams a bunch of uh, witchy stuff <laughs> at the girl. Witchy stuff, yeah. And she basically says, your seventh child... I was like, why has it been number seven? Your seventh child has to, is going to be cursed with the demons all in your seat and everything. She stabs the fucking bitch. And then she gets shoot with like these dollar store arrows. Did yeah, you see, did so you they see can... the arrows? They're like, like, they like, they like those little... <laughs> it's like those little arrows that have like the suction cups on them. <laughs> yeah, like I said, they didn't spend a lot of money on this part of the movie. Well, that part was great when they shot her with the fucking arrows. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? And this girl was talking a mile per hour. This fucking witch lady. I was like, I get it. Like you could probably like I'm good with subtitles, guys. Okay, I watch Japanese anime my whole life. You do. I'm cool watching subtitles, but when you're trying to write notes and do subtitles, that's a little tough. Okay, so bear with me on some of the actual dialogue shit. Okay, so now now basically what's happening is this girl, her seventh child is going to be cursed, and of course her seventh child and the generation line is going to be our boy Waldemir. Did I say that right? Okay. Yes. Valdemir. Valdemir. Valdemir, brother. Valdemar, yeah. The, 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 so Latin, the Latino saying, lover, let's just say it. Playboy. The, right. Latino lover. Okay. The hairy so man. So basically what she's saying is like seven generations, they're going to be cursed by werewolves. Then <laughs> we skip yeah. from 953 to yeah. the 1500s. So yeah. like a thousand years. Well, you know, it takes so, time to make uh, babies. Except for our one uh, guy. He can make baby in one night. This, this one takes generations. <sighs> Yeah, I, uh, like this whole first, like this is probably what ten or fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, this could have all been told in that little. Instead of getting the other stuff that we got in the um, um, not in the in the opening credits where it gives you the little on screen yeah. I thing about what's going on, we should have just had this whole section in that little on screen thing. No, bro, because then we skip hundreds of years. <laughs> we skip hundreds of years later. You know, this is our typical time skip that we get in horror movies a lot five years later this is hundreds of years later yes centuries later so now we meet our uh, our rabbi this dr rabbi guy dr rabbi yes. solomon solomon i think that's his name solomon yeah. and our so basically our boy Waldemar, he is already a vampire i mean a vampire i wish he was he's already the wolf guy okay well yeah and he is trying to find the the cure and he has like this medallion that's like Shows that he's like legit and shit, and he's mm-hmm. with his wife, uh, Kinga. Kinga. All right, 
which is which I had questions about that already. Okay, so yes, we have the Latin lover over here. I get it. Mr. Playboy with his nice beard and chest hair. But he's also a deadly creature at nighttime, and yet you married him? Okay, interesting. Where is that backstory, brother? Is, well, that, a, is that a number eight? <laughs> well, she doesn't know. Well, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Yeah, of course she knows. He's basically saying, like, listen, I got this fucking curse. I need you to lift him. She's like, yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, no, she knows now, but I, she yeah. probably didn't know when she first married him. It was probably like one of those things where, you know, like, what the fuck? you kind of keep that, you, you kind of keep it hidden, you know, it's like, you don't tell everything you know about yourself well, to somebody. Well, when the fuck then, did he tell her? After he put his seed uh, in her? Probably after that first full moon, I'm guessing. <laughs> How did that go? Well, 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 as we find out, Allison, though, it doesn't, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, the girl just fell no. for him, so it doesn't, she probably just fell with him the same night. She, she probably fell for him when he was the werewolf. So there you go. Yeah, probably. I mean, like everybody mm-hmm. falls. He's like the James Bond of werewolves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's talking about this guy about a cur- how to lift the curse, and then Salma he wants to uh, uh, try to do it, but he's a little worried now because the the people of Jerusalem don't really like this guy. They think he's like a, a Satanist doctor and shit yeah. with all his witch magic. So all the towns talking about how crazy he is. You know what I mean? And then they're saying like, oh, and then I, I like this part too where the Solomon guy, listen, man, yeah, yeah, you can stay here. And, and then the guy's like, well, Baldwin's like, oh, you're sure? You know, it might be kind of dangerous. There's a full moon. It's like, don't worry, man. I'll just lock you in a cellar and chain you up. I'll just lock you in a cellar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which he's we like, see oh. how well that works. He's like, all right, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> all right. And he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, how you met my niece? Here she comes. She's blind, by the way, guys. Did you know that? Okay. Fuck, okay. The thing about the knees being blind, yeah. like this, I, the, this shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yes. But like, like you could tell yeah. the way she's acting as a blind person is she's always looking away from wherever the action's happening as it, because she can't see it. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like you would think that she would react to like people's voices or something, but there could be like a fight going on in a corner and yeah. she's like looking off in the other direction. Well, the so you know, so you can tell in this movie too that we have time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This guy, this guy, yes. this guy, this guy, Paul. He 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 don't he don't rush anything because we get the whole well, backstory of why she's blind and what happened to her parents. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Character detail, brother. Information we didn't need. Don't but yeah, this me, is uh, like the. Uh, don't give me a TV this show. This is the me. epic. <laughs> this is yeah. the uh, Lombre Lobo epic. Most yeah. of those movies are about eighty-five minutes long. This one's two hours. Yeah, brother. Just boom, boom, boom. So basically, her her parents died, and I think it was a car wreck or something, or something like that. But it was I don't think it was a car wreck, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other movie. Uh, that's the one. That's the uh, that's the one in the two thousands. Her parents died basically because I I, I guess their parents were kind of like him, where they was they're kind of like an outcast, and they got killed basically. Yeah. So, and then he, he's basically saying, like, you know, we'll, we'll protect you while you're here, but there might be some people after me and shit. So then we see well, this too. Yeah, doesn't he? Go ahead. Doesn't he? He gives him the medallion and he says, the medallion can cure you. And I would cure you. However, these people are going to come kill me because they think I'm a warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he needs time, though. Like, he doesn't have enough time to get the potion together. You know what I mean? Right. So we also see out like the outside people are saying like, "Hey, we're good Christian soldiers. We should. Our mission yeah. is to kill evil." So you could tell that mm-hmm. there these these 
citizens, these uh, militiamen, are out to get our boy Solomon because of his witch practice magic. Yes. Well, he does. Um, so we also get some scenes of, now we get the scene of um, him talking to the niece about, you know, trying to, you know, heal Waldemir of this curse. Yeah. And we also have a scene of him writing some notes down because he's also telling the niece too, like the, uh, the main bishop, what, what was his name? The Archimy or something like the main, the main religious guy is coming to see him. All right. And he knows that's trouble. Okay. And then before, you know, he, he basically knows that his life's in danger. So now he starts writing yeah. his own, like, basically, like, death note, in a way. And I guess mm-hmm. he was going to write some information down. And then these guys in masks come. These militia men come. There's some creepy-looking masks. It's basically just, like, a sack with a cross on it. I'm like, you know what? That yeah. could be a pretty... It looked like uh, yeah. I was, like an executioner's hood, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Actually, they're kind of creepy. I, I kind of I give them that. Yeah. So they come in there. But then our boy, Waldemar, he's there, and he just whoops out their ass. Yeah. Because, you know, he's a... Even when he's not a werewolf brother, he's still the Latin mega fighting machine. He's still he's really good at fighting yes. when he's a werewolf or not. So they fight, and uh, he he they but before they before he he beat all their asses. One of the one of the militia men stabs Solomon, and he's dying uh-huh. on the floor. And this is when the Solomon's saying, "Hey, I I can't cure now because I'm about to die." But hey, you, you gotta go. go Japan. You gotta go uh, across the river. He goes across the oceans and go yeah. to the. I, I swear, I thought he was gonna say the Orient. I was gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go to the Orient, brother. And you gotta go find this sage named Kai. All right, and he will cure you because he knows sage magic. He does. All right, and then he's like, "Hey, before I die, I know this is taking forever." But you know my blind niece over there? Protect her. Okay? Take, take her, her with her. her. Alright? She probably has a thing for you anyway, you Latin lover, crazy hair man. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Her name is Esther, right? Yeah, yeah Esther, yeah. Yeah. So now we go to Japan. Now we and then by the way, he did say, Hey, you gotta find him in, in uh, Kyoto. Okay. Yes. So now we have the scenes. town of Kyoto. <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay, you know what? Has a uh, has a is a samurai lover. Especially mm-hmm. of the anime series Roroni Kenshin. I was super excited mm-hmm. about this portion of the film because I believe this era was the Shogunite era. Era. I it was. So, so this is one of the reasons yeah. that I picked this movie. Actually, it wasn't. Ju- it wasn't to piss you off. Yes. I actually legitimately thought you would like this because yes. it has samurai and shoguns in it. Yes, and I do. I'd like. Like I said, this movie is great and fantastic. But for somebody who's writing notes, who boy, a little tough. <laughs> but I liked it though. I did like it. Okay. Like, I'm not giving this movie any kind of shit. I actually really like this movie. I thought it was very well done for a a good time period piece. And I thought the actual choreographed samurai fighting scenes were actually really good. And something we didn't mention, too. Apparently, this movie was very popular with that scene. And it actually was one of the movies that inspired the the Crouching Tiger movie. Wow. Okay. Okay. By the way, that's what he was Um, saying. Or movies like that. Like, movies with the old... uh, you know, kind of like the uh, mystical creature movies. It kind of like, inspired a couple of those. Right. So one thing is weird about this movie, and, and I'll bring this up when it happens too, but so as much as added extra stuff that I feel like shouldn't be in this movie is in it, they shorten other parts of it. Like yeah. it could have been longer. Oh, yeah. Like 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 everybody is just all of a sudden in the next location. 
So like in the very next scene, he tells them that we need to go. The you have to go to Japan to meet uh, Kai, and then you have to take Esther with you. And the very next fucking scene, they're in Japan. Yeah, like Whatever. there's no traveling to Japan or anything Isn't like that. Isn't it TV like, show? For example, Allison? like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Like it could have, like it has to have taken them a month to get to Japan. What did know. they do every time he, he turned into a werewolf on the boat? Well, see what we did was. We actually gave him some of that. Uh, the we gave so Solomon actually had a like one of them like you know witch rule drugs that they gave him. They mm-hmm. made him pass out for a whole month. So I see. Okay, so, so he slept for a whole month. So now the next scene, are they're all in Japan. Maybe he kept them in a box. This is where this is in a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, so the, the very the next scene was when my mind was totally blown. Okay, me too. So the, Do you want you? <laughs> I, I'll have you talk about because my mind was blown too. Okay. So right, the very next scene, we're in Japan. Yeah. And we have three Japanese people. One of them is I don't think he's a shogun. I think he's what they call a daimyo, which is like right underneath the shogun. Yeah. Um, and and then his nephew is Kai. Yes. And then, uh, then there's the guy called Eyepatch, but it turns out it in my notes, but it kept, he kept, his name is Aiko Watanabe. James Bond villain, yes. James Bond villain. So, okay, so they're in Japan, they're Japanese people, but they're fucking speaking Spanish. Well. And that uh, blew my mind. Okay, that, that is like that, yes. But, you know, I, I, I'll get that part up, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, they probably were speaking Japanese, but doing the lines, we just have a dub over them. Okay. <laughs> No, but, for sure. But I'm just watching, like, okay, it's like now we're in Japan. Kyoto, it says Kyoto, Japan. And then everybody's speaking, like, yes. you know, the thing, the thing that like, got it just like, it was yes, mind blowing. It, it was, that, that is kind of mind blowing when you see these, obviously, hardcore Japanese guys <laughs> talking Spanish. It's kind of funny. Okay. But, um, like, the thing that blew my mind was the actual plot of the storyline at this part. Where they're, they're, they're basically having this meeting. <laughs> Saying like, hey, you know, there's yes. something out there like killing shit at the moonlight. Like, yeah. you, like there's like Cor- this yeah. creature killing people and massacring them all over the place. And devouring corpses. Devouring and all corpses. Kinds of shit. And I'm thinking like During a full moon. During a full moon. All right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking like, well, fuck, man, this guy Waldemar, he literally just went over here to cure himself. Yeah, he's killing everybody. You know what I mean? Like well, yes. It's like, how long has he been there? Like, he's yeah. been there long enough for him to well, become a werewolf they, uh, at least once. Well, you know, Alice at this time, they don't have, like, fucking, they didn't have uh, uh, Twitter. They didn't have uh, uh, Jeep. They didn't have the, the yellow book. So they couldn't really find this Kai guy. Okay. And apparently, no, it took them a while to find him because they're still yeah, looking for him. Because remember, looking. Kinga yeah. is dressed like a Japanese woman. Yes. So. So basically, we like we said, we're, we're there. But basically, so this Kai guy is like the scientist samurai of of Japan uh, or Kyoto yes. at this time, and he is tasked to help find this creature. And his his uncle Goto, the uh, you know the, the, mm-hmm. the understudy of the Shogunite guy, he yeah. is is going to have his best men on patrol at night, and he put his honor on it. So if he fails, his honor is on the line, brother. Right. So. Yeah. There's actually four of them, right? There's yeah. the there's the the leader guy, the shogun or whatever. This the yeah. guy underneath the shogun. There's Kai. There's Eye Patch, and there's Godo. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I Godo, about Godo. Godo is the one uh, that that's that's Kai's uncle. He's the one that put his honor on everything. Yes. Okay. And like I said, he's putting the, he's doing the, uh, he's putting like have the patrols on the on the streets, all right. 
Right. Yeah. And Kai doesn't know that Daninsky's there yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Kai does, he doesn't even yeah, he doesn't right. even know what this is. They don't even know what this creature is yet. Okay? Okay. And they they're basically trying to like, you know, they're trying to figure out they're all kind of worried about this cuz they haven't seen like a like this like a beast like this yet. And they can't really tell like what it is. So they want to do some like research on them. So now we have some of these patrols outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. They hear like a wolf, and the they hear like a werewolf sound, and the wolf attacks these like random samurai. So we're seeing that the wolf is like just attacking. And when every just a full moon out there, apparently there's a lot of full moons in Japan, and he's been attacking all over, and he attacks some of these samurai. So we see the wolf attacking these samurais. And then of course the next morning they see all these dead samurais, the one that Goto put on patrol at night and he was basically saying like damn like these are like some of my best men and now they can't figure out if it's a bear or a wolf okay like but he's all like so the whole thing was like yeah i mean i could see maybe a bear and a wolf having these kind of claws because all these samurais have like claws and stuff on them and mm-hmm. i don't know why they couldn't tell that they had claws on the other victims they found but apparently they're only they can only see these ones and the, the thing that's bothering Kai is like, okay, you know, if it was a bear and a wolf, why is this thing only attacking out of moonlight? Like, why? That's kind of bothering yeah. him right now. Oh, yeah. So this is one of my favorite scenes. So we're not nighttime now, right? We hear the we, the wolf guy is kind of like just wandering around. It's another full moon, brother, because we have like full moons in Japan like every night. Well, so, okay. So I was going to bring that up. So yeah. every... It, so either all of this happens in a very small amount of time yeah. or it happens over several months yeah. because you have a full moon every month, right? So this scene is the next day, I'm guessing. So, you know, you have a full moon probably two days in a row, I guess. Yeah. Not Technically, you don't. Technically, you have the full moon one day, but it's pretty full the next day, so he probably becomes a werewolf again. So then he, this is when he goes and attacks the brothel. Yes. But, like, later on, he'll be, like, he turns to the werewolf, like, what, five, t- four or five times in this movie? Shit time. So, it t- has, yeah, so it has to take at least six months or five months for this this movie to take place, I guess. But, anyway. Maybe this, maybe maybe at the particular time, the Earth was rotating no. a little bit more. You know what I mean? No. No, so, it wasn't. That's what happened. So, now our boy, he's, like, there's some sex going on at this brothel. I'm going to cock block everybody. So he breaks in there. We can actually see what his makeup. He actually looked pretty cool. Like he looks like you know. So was it original Wolfman movie? Is, is this this guy Paul? Did he make that or no? Yeah. Well, he made the the Spanish one. Yeah, oh, his original version. one. He did. Okay. Yeah. Because like you know he. Yeah, the one in the sixties. Yeah. What what you think the classic Wolfman character looks like is what he looked like on here. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he looks like yeah the he looked like the one Lon Chaney Wolfman. Yeah. Yes. He was he was basically. This is basically a universal horror movie. Yeah. Stop uh, although his, his, his makeup's a little bit cuter. Like, I like the look. He's got this little ears on top there. Yeah. No, that, he's a little <laughs> bit more hairier. That's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's in but, there. I mean, he's pretty hairy to start with. That's true. To be honest with you. That's true. <laughs> Suave like, over you here. Know. Okay. Mr. Suave, <laughs> this guy. So he's over there talking to everybody at the brothel. I like, I like how we can tell that this is still an 80s movie because he's ripping girls' shirts off. I was like, yep. So we see some some yeah. some Japanese titties on here. He's ripping everybody off. I like I like the scene where he's just like he didn't kill everybody down at the below, but I guess he smelled some sex up above. So he climbs up above, right? And like there's like this samurai guy getting it on, and like he breaks into the room and he just attacks his yeah. ass. And the girl's all butt ass naked and he attacks her too. I was like, yeah, 
get him all, brother. And uh, he's out there. And then uh, Kai's out there. He hears the noise. So he runs over there. Mm-hmm. And then he looks up and he sees the wolfman by the moon. And they both stare intensely into each other's eyes. And the wolfman yes. leaves. So. And then this now is the, Kai knows it's a werewolf. Yeah. And then Kai. Even though his culture doesn't have a werewolf. Yes. He somehow knows what well, it is. Well, they have something like it. I don't, but I don't remember the name. So it, basically, the, the creature they have is like this creature that would do semi, like semi the same thing, but he would hide mm. himself in the woods. I don't think he would actually turn by a moonlight. So the so now Kai is explaining to Goto and that Captain guy, Mister One Eye, Atachi, mm. whatever his name was. Yeah, he's ex, he made he made he made a mold out of, of the, the foot, yes. out of the footprint. Of our werewolf mm-hmm. guy. Alright? He's like, he's like, look at it. It's a mold. <laughs> and the coat was like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, I see. He's like, look at the claws on there. But look at the soul of it. Look at it. And then, like, randomly, uh, so this, the the captain, Atachi guy, and Kai, they don't get along. So they start, like, bickering, bickering at each other. Because he was all like, hey, you know, if we're dealing, so Kai is basically saying, like, listen, I read about this in my magic horror movie book. Classic horror movie monster book. Yeah. If you have a werewolf, the only way to kill a werewolf is to get some silver on it, and that's how you can kill this werewolf. And then, of course, Atachi's like, I don't need silver. I have this katana that can chop off anything. And he's all like, no, you don't need it. Your regular katana can do shit. It's just going to grow back and need silver. He's like, no. So then the Goto's like, hey, you guys are being a bunch of assholes. You guys don't have no honor in front of me. And he basically like, Japanese brows his ass, both of them, and he has them. They both leave because you know they're very disciplined. Okay. Yes. Because Japanese. And then we see that the the Itachi, who is like the basically a fucking Bond villain, mm-hmm. is like, I'm gonna kill that fucking Kai because he disrespected me. Because you know this is the Shogunai area. They don't give a fuck during this area, brother. If you disrespect anybody, mm-hmm. they're gonna kill your ass. Because if you're a stronger, this so their area is all about like the strongest swordsman. You know what I mean? Like the most power, like the most like honor, the most power, the most like you know dominance. You had to defeat your foes by any means necessary, and that was the big thing with the the shogunite. Okay, so now we we now we see, actually see Waldemir and his crew in a little Japanese hut, and Kinga she comes back. She's all dressed up in Japanese guard, looking all mm. types of good. I was like, damn, okay, our boy, he knows how to pick him. And she's like, yeah, I, fa- I couldn't find this Kai guy, but I found some witchy sorceress girl. She'll probably work. <laughs> Satomi. Yes, Satomi. And she's like, all yeah, right. She lives in the mountains. Yeah, lives in the mountains. And then, of course, you know, Waldemir's like, man, I just can't keep going out there and fucking killing these people. I feel so bad that I'm slaughtering everybody, but, you know, what am <laughs> so, I supposed so to bad. do? Right. What am I going to do about it? It's like, come on. What am I supposed to do? All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, they say Satomi can even bring the dead back to life. So yes. she can do anything. So she must be able to uh to um to help Kai. Yes. Or help uh uh Dineski. But it's weird though, because I'm I saw that in my notes too, and I forgot that they found out about Satomi this early because remember they run into the old lady who tells them they have to go see Satomi much later on yeah yeah she comes later on so she comes she, uh, she comes after Kai fails but look at that yeah so now Kai is reading his old universal monster book to his this sister this is great okay yes his sister, Akani Akani 
Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's all these uh, creatures, and you know, this is the only way to destroy this wolf is by silver. All right. Well, so first he says, um, he says that. Um, that the werewolf came from another country. Yes. And that it's going to fuck up everything. He said that the dead are going to come back from the graves. The demons will come back. Witches will come from their tombs. Ghosts are going to haunt everybody. It's basically going to fuck everything up if we keep if we keep letting this werewolf run around. And then he asked, she asked him, well, how can we cure the werewolf? And she says, well, it's written right here in this book that I have. <laughs> yeah, it's in the conveniently. book. Conveniently. You didn't read the book. <laughs> you didn't read the book. Right. So conveniently, it's in this book. Um, but he says that he must be killed by a woman yes. who pierces his heart with a silver weapon during a full moon. Yeah, and he asks her, he must love, love him yes. more than her own life yes. and not hesitate to die for him. So like yes. it's really it's it's a it's a really tough thing to find somebody that fits all these criteria. Uh first of all, no. Uh have you met our boy Waldemir? He can have any girl <laughs> in this movie die for him, no problem. Okay. Well, luckily, he's lucky that he is such a ladies' ladies man. Yeah, but uh, uh, but there's also stipulation, though, that if the wolfman is struck down with hate or fear, he will return when the weapon is removed. So you yep. can't kill him by trying to kill him. You have to kill him because you love him. And you have to be a woman. And you have to be willing to die for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, there ain't no... Yeah. And and Dineski's collecting women, so yeah. there should be one of them that'll fit the bill. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, he has a whole stable brother. No, no problem. Mm-hmm. So now, so we do, we do get a random scene of the wolf just attacking this couple walking, which I thought was funny. And then Kai yeah. now finds the, the, the tracks, like the werewolf tracks. And he, and then this is when he shows up at Waldemar's place and he's asking this like, who so are funny. you and stuff? And he's like, well, I'm Kai. I'm looking, I don't mean you guys in harm myself some questions. Like, oh fuck, you're Kai. I've been looking for your ass. <laughs> 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 and then he's like, "How did you find me?" He's like, I, "I followed your footprints." I followed your footprints. I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Uh-huh. But yeah, nobody else could do that, but I guess Kai, yeah. I can follow the werewolf footprints, yeah. and nobody else can. So now, I thought this, 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 okay, this one's a little stretch. Okay, <laughs> this one over here. This is when we know we're like this guy Walter. He must have some sort of magic power, everybody. Not just could it be a guy that loves him too? Okay, we'll see. Maybe so. You know, Waldemir kind of admits, like, yeah, I'm like the wolf creature guy. And then Kyle's like, listen, you know, I mean, I came here to find you and probably kill you for my honor, my village, because, you know, I've been slaughtering my people ever since you built here. You probably killed dozens, a couple brothels, a couple people on the streets. But guess what? I'm not going to do that. Nope. I, I am. I read this book. Okay. <laughs> and the book told me I could probably cure you. And I'm going to forsaken all my honor, even my, even my fucking uncle's honor who who put his honor on the line his life mm-hmm. to find and kill you i'm gonna try to cure you with my sage magic and then while yes. this, all this is happening we have a ninja spying on him brother he's one of rowdy piper's ninjas spying on him this was awesome because <laughs> you see the ninja climbing into the roof yeah. but like when um there's a lot of things in this that you could tell were first takes and this is one of them so um when the the ninja has a sword on his back and you notice that he can't get in the window with the sword on his back. So he's like fighting with the sword to try to get it down to his shoulder for a second while he goes to the window. It was pretty funny. I liked it. Hey, it's real though. Yeah. I can see that really happening. 
Yeah. So, so Kai is also saying, hey, by the way, Walter, you will come to me to the springs every day to cleanse your fucking body. Yes, yeah, so we have to do that first. We have to cleanse yeah. his body in the hot springs. And that's how, the, and they know he's going to go to the hot springs yeah. because the ninja spy it on them. And Kate, now, yes. And he, 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 knows, ninja, he knows the potion too. He just has to collect the, the, the shit for the potions. Right. Did the ninja follow Kai? Is that how they knew where he was? Yeah, they followed Kai. Because remember, they're at Daniski's house. Yeah, yeah. They the ninja's been following Kai because of our boy One Eye wants to kill him. Oh, I forgot. Yes, you're right. How could you yeah, forget about the Bond the villain? I forgot about the Bond villain for a minute because, okay. but that's all coming. That's all coming back here in a minute. But yes. uh, and then also yeah, too, so, our our boy Kai, he knew about Solomon too. By the way, yeah. Uh, oh, because right because he showed him the medallion. Yes. Because remember, he had traveled to Spain and visited Solomon. Um, the Jewish sage yeah. and he knew about the medallion and that's how he knew that Solomon had tried to cure him or wanted to cure him. And that must be why he was sent to him. Um, so the very next scene, no travel at all. Bam. We're in the hot springs. Well, kind of, you forgot about the ninja telling one eye captain over here that Kai has betrayed him because he's talking with the enemy. And he's oh, like, right. okay. and he's right, like yeah, right. we're going to go kill him. Now we're at the hot springs, brother, which is actually one of my favorite scenes. Well, <laughs> This was great. This is a great scene. So we have in the hot spring, brother, we have Kai, we have Waldemir, and we have Kinga. And I was like, okay. Am I, is this going to be one Wait. of them X-rated movies or what's going on over here? <laughs> is Kinga in the hot spring? Yeah, she's there too, brother. She's ready. She was in there. I saw her. Mm. She was. I just remember it was. They, they were talking for a second. Danetsky. I just remember it was Danetsky, Akane. And then um, uh, Kai, and then um, well, I thought he was—he was talking to some it, girl. Maybe the girl was a Connie. I don't know. I, I swear that was, was a Connie. That was that was Kai. A Connie is Kai's sister. Yes. And then saying so, she's like, uh, she tells him to turn around, and he asks why, and he says, she says, you'll find out. And then she's like massaging his back. Daneski's back, right? Remember? Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I thought it was the Kinga girl. Cause like she, no, no, it was definitely a Connie. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Kinga and Esther went with them to the to the. So now, the but, so but our boy, the main thing is our boy Kai hears a noise and he sees like this random girl, and she's about to leave in the, the in the water in the water. Yeah, she's about to leave. He's like, "No, bitch, come here." He just like, gets his fucking well, clothes and snaps her around, and she starts fighting <laughs> his ass tits out with the fucking knife. So he's. Yeah, so all of a sudden he, his spidey sense goes off yeah. and he just knows she's there somehow. And yeah. then he turns around and there's this random naked woman in the, in the No, she wasn't naked him. at first until he dragged her well, underwater. He was kind of naked. Uh-huh. She was covering up with like a towel or something. Yeah. But then but then he like used part of his clothes to wrap them around her throat and pulled her back in the water. And then she was naked. Yeah, didn't he? And then he, she had oh. a knife and she was trying to kill him. So like he gets the upper hand on her, right? Like he gets he the knife away there and he's like, who sent you? Who sent you? And then no shit, a ninja fucking knife, fucking ninja stars her in the titty. Yep. I was like, fuck, bro. And then she dies from a ninja star in the titty. I was like, damn, what yes. a way to go. <laughs> and then we have all these samurais fighting his ass in the hot springs. Well, before uh-huh. that happens, he sees the ninja that killed her. Yeah. Standing on the bridge. And he's got that, he's got this big hat. It looks like the guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the big round hat. What's that guy's name? He looks like a guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and he like looks real surprised that Kai saw him. He just like jumps up real quick and he runs off. 
Yeah. Then we have ninjas coming from everywhere. And then it, this is where it gets really fucking good. Okay, so... Then we got all these damn ninjas jumping into the water. Yeah, my favorite scene, though, was the fucking yeah. ninja who did, like, the big fancy flip onto the yeah. rock. Okay, so, no great. shit. I don't know if you paid attention to this, but the fucking ninja, he does, like, the fancy flip onto the rock, right? And it looked like he just, like, falls in the, in the fucking spring, and then Kai just stabs his ass. Yeah. <laughs> He did all that fancy flip for no reason. He didn't even get a shot in. No, it, it kind of like, reminds yeah, me of one of those like. Gonna... It kind of reminds me of like one of those luchadors like fighting some other Joe, where they do like a big fancy yeah. slip and he just walks right out of the way. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was like. Like he does this big, uh, and it's in slow motion, this big huge flip with him yeah. going through the air and he lands on the rock, and then Kai just stabs him, and that's it. Yeah, it's like something you would see like when they would later do it on Power Rangers and stuff. You could tell they would copy right. that slow motion flip. It just, but this one was a slow motion flip on the rocks. Guy just jumps into the spring and then gets stabbed. Yeah. So now Kai uh, sees uh, Itachi, the, the one-eyed bomb building. He's like, oh, well, it's you. And so stuff. Then, then we have another huge times break. Like, so, like he's, so remember, that he's naked and they're fighting in the water, right? Yeah. The very next scene, abruptly, where all of a sudden he's dry, he's got his clothes on. Yeah. He sees the guy in the Mortal Kombat hat, and it turns out to be uh, uh, Watanabe. And he, then they, then they, he finds out, oh, I knew it was you. You're trying to kill me. Yeah. And then they fucking do a samurai showdown battle. Yep. And then Kai gets the better hand of him and chops his ass up, slices him, no blood, and he falls down the river. Don't have enough money for yep. blood. So that scene was pretty cool. So now Kai, now Kai is now making the the formula. Okay, he's like trying to work up and make this formula now, uh, and he has to have the this magic snow flower. Yeah, from the Himalayas. To, from from the Tibet. Himalayas. Yes, has to go in there, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then we have a full moon. It, well, this is where Donetsky's tied to the pillar in the ring. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he he makes a tea with the flower. Yes, he makes the tea with the flower. Yeah. And they're hoping, like, uh, you know, everything's going to work out. But they're saying, what if it doesn't? And they're both all kind of worried and stuff. Yeah, because then he gives him the tea and he's like, oh, I think it's working. And then as soon as he says that, he starts his normal like, <coughs> noises that he makes. He starts to hulk out and he becomes a werewolf. Yes. So, yeah, he starts to freak out. And he's all the werewolf now. Mm-hmm. Uh, back front, then he runs away. And then this is when we have the Arigna lady. She meets with that old lady outside. And the lady was just saying, like, you know, Kai, he wasn't enough to fix the powers. And she wants to see Waldemir. And she's the only one that can save saves him. Ha, ha, ha. Laughs like a villain. Mm-hmm. So now they meet with the witch lady. And she is, uh, she's giving, sh- right away, this, like, witch lady. What was, what was her name? The witch lady from the castle? Satomi. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is this villain. She is the one where I have to explain my whole story to everybody. Villain, okay? Yes. So yeah. she is like, right out the way. She's like, okay, thank you for coming here. Hey, blind lady, you're giving me some shade <laughs> over there. All right, don't you know I can cure your ass? Oh, that's the way you can look at me like that. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Okay. And, then, <laughs> and she's like, yes, only I can cure this stuff. But hey. Uh, I will cure you. You got to come back in here. And I got to do a couple of experiments. But you know that guy, Kai guy? Don't tell him. Don't tell me your hair at all. All right? And I am forsaken and stuck in this castle only. This is where they trapped me. 
by the well, way. Yes, yeah, so they were saying that her clan was killed yeah. centuries before, right? And she's been stuck in this mountain castle for 200 years or something well, like that. She, or not 200 years. Kai we says, that, Kai later, says that later. She doesn't really say that part. That, yeah. No, she doesn't say that part. She says that she's trapped in that castle, though. Yeah, because they, this is where this the, uh, yeah. the higher-ups in Kyoto put her, so she can't leave. But she has the power to cure... Right. Cure um the wolf guy the 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 Waldemir, but Waldemir has to like forgave you know he has to like give his his whole self to her and stuff so because mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she's in love with him too basically yeah <clears throat> I, I guess yeah probably she is I guess yeah <laughs> so now the uh, the main uh, lord he's mad at Goto for not stopping the slaughter so he's getting more pissed right. off at him. He's like, hey, you know, I would have fucking killed your ass already, but I remember you were a really good battle sergeant, so all you have left is your honor. Mm-hmm. All right? And Kyoto's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I now, killed you already. So, he does say that, yeah. Yeah. So now the blind girl, what's her, Esther? Yeah, Esther. She is now warning yeah. uh, a Waldemir by giving him, like, some riddle story. She's like, hey, have you ever heard about that story about the spider and the fly? And he's like, okay, am I the, the dude, fucking Oh, my fly? God, dude. I laughed my ass off when she told the story. So she's like, there's an old Jewish fable. Yeah. I, dude, like, you can't make this shit up. She yeah. said there's an old Jewish fable about a spider who, inv- who invites a fly to its house. Yeah. And the fly was stupid enough to go. Yeah. And that's the whole. Sp- that's the whole story. Yeah, and Valdemir's like that's all of it. That's the whole uh, thing. And Valdemir's like, "Am I the fly? I got you. Am I the fly?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, you're yes, the fly. Yes, you're the fly." He's like, "Well, you know, as I'm going anyway, I'm booked. I'm here for this appointment." And she's like, "No, like Solomon said, told you that the Kai guy can, can cure you and shit." He's like, "Well, he didn't." He's like, "Well, he, maybe he needs to try again." He's like, "Listen, I'm gonna go to this meeting, and if it's a trick, it's a trick. It doesn't really matter at this point." You know what I mean? Like I'm killing mm. people. I got one puss. I need some more. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll give her a try. And she's like, no, nah, I don't think it's a bad idea. It's like, ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, and then, of course, now he's at the meeting stuff. And one of the first rituals he has to do is drink this magic potion for him to, uh, some for some reason, know why he's the demon, wolf demon. He needs to, yes, know, he needs yes. to know why but- this is all happening. But right before this, did you notice that the did you see the little castle model they used? So instead of filming a real castle, they shot a model. Yeah. But it's like it looks like the tiniest little model I've ever seen, and they shot it real close. Yeah, up. no problem. But it looked awesome. Yeah, there you go. Just shot the little model. Fine. Maybe yeah. she maybe so, she stays but, in a little model house. You never know. Maybe uh-huh. she stays in a little model house. Maybe. But she gives him the potion, and then we get yeah. the almost the entire first scene again. Yeah. Just flashback. You know, we could have, we probably just could have had this for like the flashback. You know what I mean? We could have just, right, we could have just had that whole yes. 13 minutes or whatever right yes. here. I like when he wakes up, it's like, I figured out what it was. I have a cursed bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's all like, Yes, yes, you're, uh, this witch cursed your bloodline stuff. <clears throat> now we will pre- prepare the magic ritual. Put him in the cage. Yes. <laughs> And she's like, listen, what I need you to do is I need you to go into this cage, right? Because I can't do the ritual unless I see your powers at the beginning. Yes. Okay. And everybody's kind of like, well, that's kind of weird. It's like, don't worry about it. I do this all the time. Okay. <laughs> so she that's puts fine. him in the cage and the full moon turns him into the wolf. 
And I don't know where she's like, okay, well, Which I need takes to- forever. Yeah, it takes forever. And she's like, okay, well, you know, I need to test his powers. So send out the fucking, uh, what was his name? Shere Khan. Ki- Shere Khan. Shere Khan, brother. I thought for, for, for me, Which I thought, is the name of uh, the tiger Shaka. in the Jungle Book, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> send out the Jungle Book tiger, brother. Shere Khan, he's out there. And then <laughs> no shit, we had this huge, long, it had to be like 10 to 20 minutes fucking fight scene. Uh, this werewolf and a great. tiger, which is fantastic. And I can't believe all this shit was real mm-hmm. when I was watching it. So he eventually biting the tiger, like we said earlier, and the tiger is just sleeping. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you killed the king tiger. Uh, <laughs> now all the wolf powers will be mine to use. Ha ha, I tricked you guys like the blind girl said. All right. Exactly. And so now they, they tie up fucking uh, uh, Waldemir. All right. And he wakes up again. And he wants to, um, you know, he, he's, he's trying to figure out where everybody's at. She's like, hey, you know, I tied you up and I put all these girls. They don't need to be here right now because I locked them up. They're my prisoners now. All right. I'm going to make the blind one. I'm probably going to drink her blood. I'm going to make the other girl my slave. Okay. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. You know, it's like, well, you know, I got this magic. So basically what this witch girl wants to do is she wants to harness the wolf guy's power to do her bidding. And the way she's yes. going to do that is because she has two objects she has a magical silver katana and she has a dollar store yeah. ring yes so that's how they do it and she just definitely it. made out of plastic yeah i mean come on brother it's what it actually kind of like one of those lollipop rings you know what i mean <laughs> it kind of does yeah so she's like shagman i'm on here all right and uh the two the, and then yeah so she turns a ring on to him he's trying to make him a slave and uh, and she's giving him like shit about uh, not caring about. Uh, she, she's basically giving him shit about. And I actually kind of agree with her on this. She's like, all you care about was a cure. You didn't care about killing all these fucking people. You didn't care about these girls. All you cared about your whole life was getting a cure. You don't care who you screwed over. And I was like, oh shit, she's actually making a lot of sense here. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, and then now uh, then we get a scene, a quick scene. Of uh, Goto and Kai, they're sharing a drink together, and uh, you know, because like they, 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 they were wondering where the captain's at, and they said some sort of skilled kat- katana guy killed him, and mm-hmm. there was uh, he's also like noticing that there's uh, this wolf guy. Uh, we found like the the, well, the wolf tracks were going up to this one cabin, all right, because it, they. Because the Kai member, he had those foot tracks. And so Goto used those foot tracks to locate the cabin, but then nobody was in the cabin. And then Kai right. thinks he scared him off. Like, Kai thinks he scared off the whole crew because of his potion didn't work that one time. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now, um, after the, the, the werewolf, he breaks out of the chains, right? Valdemir's werewolf does. And she's trying to stop him with the ring. But then she has all her, like, samurai guards attack the wolf but the wolf guy he's too powerful rings or lollipop rings nothing can stop him brother so he kills all the the lady samurai girls and then yeah that was awesome too and then now he starts fighting uh the witch lady who took forever to get her sword unsheathed all right <laughs> trying to find yes. the right moment i guess and they start fighting and eventually uh Waldemar gets the upper hand and he bites her fucking neck and then he he sees um ringa and stuff and then he runs away from them so we got that going on. 
and uh, then the, then the, the oh during all this too, uh, it, Esther she got killed in the melee. Okay, and then while she was killed, Esther, you know, even though she was the one who warned Waldemir not to go there, he didn't listen. Even though Waldemir uh, eventually him showing up got her uh, dad killed, and uh, she was just like. Don't worry about my life. Never abandon him at all. Never abandon him. Even though he all, all he brought was torture and pain to my life, but never abandon him. Mm-mm. Never. So that's what he tells Kinga. Alright. Okay, this one's weird. <laughs> I didn't expect this. Scene. So Kai is like just rocking around and he sees a bunch of people like all surrounding this pregnant girl and just, just fucking t- taking her down, slicing her fucking belly open, taking this kid out and throwing the kid into the fire. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And then he's looking at her face and it looks like his sister. And he wakes up saying, mm. oh, that was a nightmare, but why did it have a Kana's face in it? And I was just thinking at this point in the movie, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I was like, there's no way you couldn't have seen this coming. And then... <laughs> Okay, then this happens. Okay, so Waldemir is with Kinga out in the fucking forest after the whole night of debauchery mm-hmm. and shit happened, right? And they're just walking yeah. around this forest. Okay, everything's fine. And out of nowhere, a fucking huge stab kills Kinga. She's dead. There she goes out of the story. Did she even have... Did she yep. even... I guess she had a couple lines in the film. And, the, and then he's sitting there like, doesn't have a tear at all saying... It's like, oh, this is sad, but you know what? I'll get another one because I'm suave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this whole scene looks like it was written just to get her out of the story. It was. Okay, and then she, yeah. and then he, uh, uh, she tells him to go to Kai. He's like, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, so now Wanderer shows up at Kai and he says uh, to 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 uh, uh, what's her name, Akan. That uh, the you know, King, Akani, Akani yeah. dead and everything, and King's dead. It's the Kinga's dead and everything, and they're all sad. All right. Well, so. everybody's dead now except for Daninsky, Kai, and Akani. Yes. So now Kai is now now he is the one that's spilling the beans about that the uh, the fucking castle witch lady saying that she was dead for two hundred years by a rival clan. The wolf's like, I can't believe it. I just saw the girl. She's like, I will. Right. And then Kai's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to go to the castle and I'm going to find all the stuff that might help us. Like, I guess he's trying to <laughs> yeah, look well, for the Yeah, well, first he says, first he says that ma- maybe ma- medicine will work where magic wouldn't. Yes. So he's going to use science to cure the werewolf instead of magic. Yes. However, first he has to go to the magic mountain and get all the things. Yes. He has to go to the magic castle room. All right. And he's like, hey, you see my sister? She'll take care of you. At this cabin that mm-hmm. we have. And then out of nowhere, mm-hmm. the sister was starting to get the googly eyes for our boy Waldemir. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. wait, 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 hold on a second here. Where did this come from? Because, first of all, I don't even remember them being in the scenes, but yet you're saying they were in the spring tub together, a hot tub. They're together. in the spring together for sure, yeah. And I was like, damn, it just took that one meeting? <laughs> I was like, okay. So she can already tell that she's like getting the Google eyes for this guy. All right, and then uh, well, go, go ahead. Yeah, doesn't she say like something like she's? This is the scene where they kiss, right? 
No, no, no. That didn't come up until later. Oh, that hasn't happened we had this yet. Whole, okay, we had this mind. whole right. long... I feel like it took an hour of Kai having self-doubt <laughs> about curing this fucking guy <laughs> and his whole salvation and him, him, him shit on here. Yeah, and he's like, right. you know, I have to stop this beast. It must <clears throat> die. All right. And then, and then, and then he says, and then he says, "Hey, Kai, think you're falling for this guy? Don't be doing that shit. Don't be falling in right. love with him." I was like, "What? What is going on here? <laughs> what Damn, is going quick. on? This Waldemir magic boy is quick." All right. And then we get the whole samurai's crew. They're all hashed up. All right. And then uh, Wolf is now the Wolf guy is fighting these samurai guys because he broke out of his cabin to fight these samurai guys. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, 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 the the sister she hears the wolf cry, and so does he, and they both uh, they are both sad. And now we have more dead samurai, and this is when we get the whole scene of Goto apologizing to the Lord for all for basically not taking care of this wolf person, even though yeah. his fucking nephew knows who the wolf guy is and can kill him, you know, when he's not a wolf right now to save his uncle's life, but he doesn't do that. Okay, and then now. The fucking go-to guy, since he failed so much time, he is going to do the whole Japanese honor uh, tradition of taking your life when you fail. Yep. Seppuku. Seppuku or whatever it's called. We get that whole scene, and then Kai couldn't handle it, so he chops off his head. And I'm just like, fuck. Well, yeah, that was part of it, though. Like, that's part of the the ritual is, like, you you would chop your... You would cut your belly open. But listen, man. Um, And then... But before you died, you would have someone that would uh, cut your head off as a, like a mercy killing but, kind of thing. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I get this guy, this Kai guy. Yeah, he's a sage. He wants to help this guy. But if yeah. you, if it's your uncle's life on the line, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he doesn't say anything. He like literally cuts his head off. He like literally like instead goes of saying, along with it. I know where the werewolf is. Yeah, hey guys, <laughs> I know where this werewolf. Maybe he thought if he like spoke up, he would die. I don't know. <laughs> but it was just like. I was like, boy, this Waldemir guy is like, he must have like this like connection with people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's maybe because he like unbuttons his shirt a little bit and you can see a little chest hair. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's people that, love this that guy. That badass satin Every, shirt he's wearing. This everybody, whole movie. I know the satin awesome. shirt boy, Suave over yeah. here. This guy, fucking Latin lover. All right. <laughs> you got men liking him. You got girls liking him, samurai, everybody. So I just couldn't believe this scene. Like I get why they had it in the movie because you know showing the whole Japanese tradition at the time, but I just couldn't believe yeah. it. Like you, you're telling me that you like this guy's safety more than you like your uncle's safety. I mean that's a little stretch here, right. even for that period of time. You're even right. for that period you're of time. Right. You're right. You're because right. what did the what did the uncle do? He was the one I was trying. He had the honor. Like the guy that doesn't have any honor is this Waldemir guy turning into a beast. Is you know I know it's not his fault. All right, but it's still he's doing it. So. Right, Godo is legitimately trying to stop the werewolf. Yes, I mean he is. He it's not like he's a fuck up. He's like legitimately yes. trying to do his job. Yes. So now we have Kai. All right, like you know, Kai is kind of in that battle where he's like, maybe, maybe he, he, the potion might work, but at this point, I might just have to kill this beast. You know what I mean? Because what's mm-hmm. happened to my uncle and everything. So I'm going to go on a white horse. I'm going to go to this magic castle. And I'm going to go find that silver samurai sword that they were talking about. Mm. So then he goes to the castle. All right. And this castle somehow turned into a haunted house. It, I was going to say, it <laughs> looks like the haunted mansion from Disney World. Yes. 
and he's going through like he's going through like multiple layers of this house. I was like, bro, how long is this fucking movie? Okay, he's going through like multiple layers, and then he ends up at the scene with the ghost samurais. It's like a um, it's like a video game. Yes. Oh, like this, he goes through. Yeah. This whole exactly scene was like a video goes, game. Yeah. This whole scene is yeah. like like a, a level in Castlevania. We're gonna go yep. through the minions like, first, and we're gonna go through diff- couple of different bosses. Okay. Yeah, and then he goes. Yeah, so he has to go. He fights all the ghost samurai, and then he sees the samurai in the badass like samurai armor, yeah. and then and then the samurai armor. The, the, so then he kills all the minions, and yes. he has to kill the boss. Yes. And then the boss samurai takes off his mask against Daninsky. Yes. And hold on, you'll you'll like everybody out there. You'll like this too, and I'll say you're gonna love this. So our boy Kai is fighting mm-hmm. for the honor of. of Kyoto, okay, the honor of his now dead uh, uncle, all right, and to save Kyoto from a mass murderous wolf demon. You know what our boy Waldemir's doing? Fucking his sister. Yep. Fucking plowing down his fucking sister, saying, Hey, I hope he gets that sword, you know what I mean? Because he could put me out of my misery. I don't care. At least I'm fucking you. I was like, damn. This, t- <laughs> this is this is the thing where he's like, um, where he says he's talking to her and he uh, says, th- so he becomes the werewolf and he comes back to the house, right? And he's all yeah. like fucked up and yeah. and he's like, I don't know how long I've been out in the forest. Yeah. And then she, he says, my mind and soul are a jumble of desperation and shame. And then I guess well, that was, that enough, was put her over the edge. <laughs> and she immediately kisses him. That my was notes enough. Say, Akani- she's like, tell me more. Tell me more about your misery. My life is now yours. <laughs> I want to be all yours. My life is out bound. I was like, what is going on here? Didn't you guys just Tell meet me like a week ago? Mistake. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> My undying love is for you now. Come, please fuck me. I was like, what is going on here? It's like, where, My, where, yeah. where's your brother at? Oh, he's in a haunted mansion uh, killing all these haunted <laughs> demons to get a samurai sword to kill you. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll, mar- yeah, okay, I'll have sex with you. No problem. <laughs> My notes. My notes. Hey. Akane kisses him exactly the way her brother told her not to. Yeah, exactly. Sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so back at the fighting. So Akane, he wins. He First he beats the pawns, right? Then he's yeah. going to face the uh, the demon samurai who had, first it had Waldemir's face and then it turned into a zombie. Like a zombie. Yes. Now we're a zombie samurai. So we got a zombie in the movie now. Yeah, so now we have a zombie samurai. He beats him, no problem. All right, and then after this, now he's back. He now he fights the witch who is back, and the witch is back, girl, and she has like this red Japanese hair. Okay. Well, we no, you forgot about the white ones. Oh then yeah, he goes the to white the girls level. first. Yeah. And then there's like the white, the girl with the white hair, yeah, and the he, white he hair, kills yeah. all her minions, and yes. then her. Yes. So that's the next level. Yeah. And that boss, but then you think, then you see the sword like rising up out of the the light in the back, and yes. you're like, oh, he's gonna find the sword, but nope. We got a red-haired boss, yes. final boss we didn't know about. Yeah, there's like like what there are three. There's about three, one, two, three, four, four levels before he got to the major sword, and right. he and he whooped everybody's ass. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, this guy is he fucking? He must be like the most skilled samurai in the fucking village. All right, yeah. move over, move over, Saito. We got Kai over here, brother. Yeah, All right. Kai is the best samurai in the village. Yes. So he defeats everybody and he grabs the silver samurai katana. Yeah. And so the big thing is, so old boy Waldemar, after, you know, plowing down the his new squeeze, they're on the beach yeah. together. He's like, listen, you're going to go to this <laughs> temple. All right. 
<laughs> and the reason you're gonna go to this temple, you have good spirits there. They ain't gonna harm you. Me, I'm gonna go fucking. Uh, I'm gonna go off and find your brother. We might fight a little bit, and he's gonna, you know, we're gonna figure out what happens. <laughs> that's, that's it's just it such a weird like yeah. combination of things uh -huh. that are happening. Like there's like uh -huh. so Kai is off like in this haunted mansion fighting all of these demons and zombies and and uh ghostly beings and yeah. then and the very same time it'll cut back to his sister and Daninsky and they're just like hanging out on the beach together yeah. and having sex. Yeah, exactly. And so now they meet uh, the wolf guy and um uh Kai they meet and of course you know the sister yeah. is like you know basically basically the um Waldemir's like listen if I'm the, the wolf guy and it comes to the point I need you to grab the silver katana and stab me. Can you do it? She's mm -hmm. like, yes, I have undying love for you, and I will make sure to kill your ass. I was like, okay, shit. <laughs> okay. This is getting serious. Gotcha. So, of course, you know, she's not all about it. She kind of like, you know, she's a little worried about it. She talks to Kai about it. And they wish there could be another way, but there can't be another way. So now they meet at the temple, and this is when we get the big old Kai and uh, Valamir wolf fight. Uh, the mm -hmm. temple starts burning up a little bit. They're fighting. Wolf gets the better, the upper hand, and of course uh, she shows up. Uh, Connie shows up, grabs the, sil the silver samurai sword, and stabs his ass. And they can see that he's slowly turning back into his normal form. The whole temple's burning down, and they get on out of there. But that um, was supposed to cure him, right? Well, it wasn't. Well, I don't know. I so I guess it it cured him, but I guess it also killed his ass too. So I guess he knew I, he was going to die. So. But hold on, there's a swerve. There's a, there is a swerve, yes. <laughs> so we're out there. Kai's like, all right, <clears throat> this guy. And everything is drawn out in this movie, so there's a lot more detail in the actual movie because, boy, they have every scene has to be detailed. But basically what Kai mm -hmm. is saying is like, listen, the slaughter and everything, Japan's going to remember this for ages, what happened in this time period. But they're not going to remember anything about this actual wolf demon, that part's going to be left out of history. And of course, the kind yes. looking there like, I don't know about that, motherfucker, because that guy has a powerful seed, and I think it might be in me mm. right now, and I'm staring at this moon. Yeah, and, and she's rubbing moon. her baby. She's rubbing yep. her belly uh, like yep. she's pregnant, and she's looking at the yep. moon. But Waldemar, he ain't going out there, brother. He's going to put that seed in her. Yep. So, but yeah, so there we're it gonna is. Get, we're going to get a half-Japanese werewolf. Yeah. At some point. At some point, man. You know what I mean? Unless, and unless, what, uh, unless, roll and that's, well, yeah, unless yeah. Kai's <clears throat> dream came true. They took her and they threw the baby in the fire. We don't no, know. that's true. That's true. So. That's true. But yeah, boy. First of all, the movie was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But boy, it was a tough one to uh, write notes about because, you know, it's hard to do like trans, you know, movies that you have to write. You know, you got to, because, you know, when you're writing, you're staring at their paper and trying to look up. So. But I think we got we got most of it down. But it's a fun movie, everybody. You know, um, I would say go seek it out. But you know, unless you got twenty bucks, you know, you can go get it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. It is it is available for for purchase yeah. on Blu-ray from Mondo Macabre yeah. Video. But we gave you the most stories so for you twenty-one dollars. Yeah, you can just listen to our review, brother. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, this werewolf uh, month is uh, going on strong, brother. So what do we got next yeah. week, Allison? On the list for the werewolf. Next, next week we go back to the United States. So no subtitled movie next week. 
Uh, we're getting the, uh, I believe it's from 1980. We're getting the classic Wolfen. Oh, Wolfen, brother, from the 80s? I like it. Yep, 1980. 1980, from the, from, the, from the beginning of the 80s, brother. I like it. So, but yeah, check us out for everybody. Check this out. And like I said, um, hopefully, so I believe that Eli Roth directed movie uh, Thanksgiving comes out on the 17th. So, mm-hmm. hopefully by then we can watch that, maybe do a review and drop it on like, you know, a couple of days afterwards for the, for the, uh, for the lights out, brother. And of course, we yeah. have a, a special one that we'll introduce tomorrow of our final film, the Werewolf series. And of course, on that episode too, we'll let you know what the December is all like. So, but yeah, uh, retro blood moving along over here, brother. So, but I say yeah, we're getting strong in our third year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're we're doing a lot, man. And boy, from uh, from some of the stuff that me and Allison been talking about, our fourth year is going to be wild. Because there's a lot of shit going down. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Next year for the Retro Blood, that is for sure. But let's see what we got for the Lady Killer. Let's see what kind of song would be a fun one to play on here. Uh, let me get the song title list. Can't even find a song title list. Okay. How about we do... Ooh, this is a good one. Last chance tonight, brother. Alright? Let's do it. Because you know our boy Waldemir. He had a bunch of last chances tonight. He had the last chance to kill all those brothel titty women. He had Mm -hmm. the last chance to give some pipe down to Kinga. He had the last chance Mm -hmm. to give some pipe down to Akma. What was her name? Mm -hmm. Akami? What was her name? Akane. Akane, brother. Mm. Alright, and he had the last chance to get stabbed by a sword. But at least he left that demon seed up in her brother so and we'll leave you all like that we'll leave you with the demon seed and we will see you here next week on the retro blood talking all about wolfden jay austin james klein see y'all later see you guys <laughs>